Undercurrent. Bluetooth mode has been on. This is Undercurrent's Weekend. It's Undercurrent's Weekend. I'm Greg McVicker. We're here with our good friend Bob Doran, who's a music writer and a chef and a photographer and somebody I just really enjoy talking with. And we hope you'll hang out for a few minutes while we talk about the Grammys. Right. And the, the yeah, Grammys kind of are coming. Takes on the nominations. The Grammys are coming. What's it? Oh, over uh, the river and through the woods. The Grammys house I yes. go. Something like that. Indeed. I don't know. So, so yeah. I was, yeah. Last night I got this uh, an email, just reminding me that I'm on Amazon Prime, which you know I don't think about most of the time, except when I I want something in two days. Right. And this is a oh, there's Amazon Prime Music. I go, well, what is that? Oh, you can sign up for this new uh, app. I don't know how new it is, but uh, so I just said, okay, I can do that. Figure out how to get it on my iPad, and uh, uh, and it, it, what came up initially was here's your guide to the Grammys. And it was kind of an interesting experience for me because honestly, in all honesty. I watch the Grammys. I'm usually totally ignorant of most of these people. I don't really listen to pop music on the radio. I don't uh, hear the the mainstream stuff. I mean, I know you're in the business, so you're sort of a uh, whatever you you know about the all these people who they are. I'm informed about some of this yeah. stuff, but no, really, you know, D'Angelo. I could not sing a song. You know Ed Sheeran. I, I know about him. I've seen. I've seen. Yeah. Well, him. I, I mean, like, like with, Ed Sheeran. Uh, is he American or is he English? I don't even know. Which um, Which one? This, this is a test. I, I don't know the answer to that. I think he's English. And didn't he sing with? Uh, what was it like Tony Bennett or something? Everybody sings with Tony Bennett. Yeah. No. I think no. They, no insult. Oh, at no. No. All no. Wait. Let me say Tony. But he toured with uh, Tom Jones. Okay. That was it, yeah, in Australia and stuff like that. Well, that would make sense if he was English, but he sounds sort of American to me. But D'Angelo, he's somebody who's on a comeback after like more than a decade. So it's not, you know, it's, there's no, uh, it's not like you should have known this guy all along. He's, he's back. And, well, let's just but anyway th- solidify the point that neither of us really pay that close right. attention. And, and, to but the, pop the way stuff. the way it was organized for me just sort of presented here they are, and there was just a list of songs, and they didn't explain who they were, or didn't explain what categories they were nominated. It was just here's songs, and the number one song was Alabama Shakes, which I love Alabama Shakes, and it, yeah. and it also it had this thing uh, they they give you the lyrics. And sort of and show you where they are in the lyrics. So I, I, I you know, cool. so the song they gave was uh, what's what's the first song that they gave me off of Alabama Shakes? It was not as an album of the year, but that's what it was a song. And um, uh, something uh, I should know. Don't want to fight. What? Yeah, that's Don't it. Exactly. Anymore. Yeah. 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 And what I. I what is this song about? It got me thinking about it. And I listened to it a couple of times, actually, having read the lyrics. I go, okay, it's about having a fight between two people, but it's also about just don't want to fight in general. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, I think it's a good one for the times, yeah. you know, these highly conflicted And the times. next one up was D'Angelo on one of his songs, which was seemed to be about, you know, it was more than just uh, lovers fighting. It's like, oh, he, he's talking about the popos, which I assume is the police, and uh, crime and urban urban issues, and but it sounded mm-hmm. really, really good. You know, know, all of this stuff, I'm sure, is really terrific, and they have their fans and whatnot. We just always kind of flip down to, you know, the roots music and the alternative music and uh, stuff like that. And the Grammys, I've always had mixed feelings about the Grammys because, like, they didn't give a Grammy to the Rolling Stones. Right. You know, (laughs) know, they they didn't get it. And I don't know who got it, uh, you know, Captain and Tennille or something like that. Uh, so they've always a little bit been out of step with, with my tastes personally, but I do like what happens when they turn their attention to alternative music like Florence and the Machine. I noticed that, uh, Bob Dylan got a nomination for his Frank Sinatra album. It's like, okay. I think he sounded a lot better on that record than, um, did you ever hear the Christmas record or the holiday yes, record? Yes, yes. Which categories do you have, have the most interest in that you, where you're rooting for someone? Well, I, I look at the jazz players, see who's top there. I see, I look at the country, well, not country western. I don't even know what they call it. I guess they call it uh, roots music. Is there some Grammy category that roots music fits into? I don't know. Yeah, well, there's Gospel Roots, you know, Fairfield 4 uh, is in there. Best American Roots Performance, Bela Fleck and Abigail Washburn, Buddy Guy, Born to Play Guitar. I thought that was a terrific song. Milk Carton Kids, City of Our Lady, another beauty, just a gem. Julep by Punch Brothers from the Phosphorescent Blues and Mavis Staples, See That My Grave is Kept Clean. Any one of those five I would be thrilled with as a winner because they're all just. Gorgeous songs, you know. Um, that's Category 45, Best American Roots Performance. But then there's Best American Roots Song, Rao Malo, All Night Long. That's a great song. We play that all the time. Um, uh, who was that? Rao Malo of the Mavericks. Yeah, that's from their album Mono, which is great. And we got to see them live as well a couple of times, and they were just fantastic. Here's another one, The Traveling Kind by, uh, you know, Rodney Crowell and Emmylou Harris. Now, the credit goes to the songwriter here, uh, but um, that's a great song. Yeah. Frames by Jason Isbell. That's another good one. Julep by um, Chris Thiele and all those guys, the Punch Brothers. The Don Henley song, The Cost of Living, I didn't get into that one too much. I'm sure it's a great song, Don Henley and Merle Haggard, but uh, that's that's got kind of a country feel to it. Well, it's got Merle Haggard on it. Yeah. You can't get away from the country Bakersfield country. It's baked in, yeah. Well, so yeah, there's a lot of root stuff, and then of course there's Americana. Yeah, but yeah, I like you know I like funk also. So you know, I'm, is there a funk category? Well, I can I don't think I think they call I don't know where they fit it in because there's so there's sort of the rap side, and then there's the urban, which is more pop sound. And I don't know, mm-hmm. I, but then, you know, got Kendrick Lamar, who's, uh, you know, it's kind of fits in the 
all of the above. I get why he's an album of the year and uh, one of the songs of the year, probably. Uh, I guess not. This uptown funk, uh, Bruno Mars, Mark Ronson, that uh, got some nominations. Yeah. Several so, nominations. Another thing I noticed uh, is just sort of theme, thematically, not thematically, it's sound-wise, a lot of the songs have this this specific sort of beat that is punctuated by clap or uh, some some kind of sound like that. But it's very, uh, you know, not harshly, mm-hmm. but sort of sweetly. And it's actually, it's very, you know, it's a very catchy thing. And I think that's what uh, makes, it, makes it work for people. I don't know. Are you saying, Bob, in a nice way that... Today's music sounds a little bit like disco. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> disco, disco had that sort of. Uh, uh, well, you know, it had a. It, it has that punctuated beat with the clap. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the credits on his album, which are who he sampled essentially, because who is well, this? Uh, Kendrick Lamar to to pimp mm-hmm. a butterfly. Which, uh, of course, they get. They gave us the uh, the clean version, which is what you'd be looking for. Also, I don't know if you play that kind of stuff, but uh, yeah, they didn't. They didn't send it to me, and I didn't uh, go find it, so I don't have that in front of me. But yeah. uh, who did he sample? Well, he sampled George Clinton and uh, Flying Lotus, which is kind of a new electronica band. Uh, uh, a bunch of people I never heard of. Thundercat, who's an awesome bass player, funk funk bass player, who's all over. <laughs> You'd be surprised at the sh- albums that he shows up on. Um, it's a great name. Is that a cartoon character, Thundercat? Yes, it is. The Thundercat. Uh, yeah, he's a character. <laughs> he's like one of those. Uh, you know, he looks sort of like a transformer or something. You know. Like the Japanese, yeah, uh, yeah. anime, yeah. sort of anime uh, robots type, yeah. Anyway, oh, in the weekend, I can't feel my face, yeah, when I'm with you. And look at all the producers on that record. You must have had a different producer for every track or something. Yeah, I, I liked Lana Del Rey. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've heard her. She, uh, yeah, you know, she was... I get requests for her, and honestly, I don't, you know. Okay, I'm going to admit it. I don't get what the excitement is about Lana Del Rey. Well, so sell me on there's her. a rawness <laughs> there. I think you know it's. Uh, I don't know. I got to sell you. I, I'm not going to sell you. Sorry. But it, share with me your enthusiasm about <sighs> Lana Del Rey. Help help me. Give me a handle to hang on to because to me it's just. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to talk her down. I just. It doesn't. Uh, Click with my values or whatever. Your, your values? Oh, <laughs> yeah, whatever those are. <laughs> Family values. Uh, that's catch catchphrase if there ever was one. Yeah, I'll have to use that yeah. one. Yeah. But, you know, we do that with everything. Every song that comes across the desk, we go, you know, really, is this, is this really, do we share some values here? And I don't know. I, I can't connect with, with her music. And maybe it's just me. I shouldn't... Uh, yeah, well, keep others from hearing. Here, it, here's but. a factoid for you: among the producers for the Weekend album, you said there's a long list. Part of the list is 
the Pope. <laughs> I assume that's a he's oh, a, that's a person. He's up to everything these days. Yeah. <laughs> the dude gets around. Yeah, well, he's got fans. Yeah. yeah, there he is. I see that. Yeah, wow. Uh so yeah, so the song of the year and the album of the year and the what you know, there's a lot of th- a lot of categories. Mm-hmm. Best new artists, I don't know any of those people. Well, Courtney Barnett, we've been playing a little yeah. bit, and uh, she's from Australia and has kind of a punk background, and she has a certain rawness to what she does. And uh, now I can relate to what she says. You know, she's just talking about her life and what's on her mind. And, um, you know, it's relatable. <clears throat> Talk about So, yeah, so I see now where uh, where Bob Dylan fits in. He's nominated for Best Traditional Pop Vocal. Okay, that makes it's, sense. Uh, it's the category that inc- puts him up against Tony Bennett, Barry Manilow, Seth MacFarlane, and Josh Groban. Tony Bennett, boy, he's tough competition, you know. Right. Have you seen that commercial with Lady Gaga? Yes. <laughs> I stop and yes. watch it every time. I love that. Yeah, they're they're a good pair. You know, it's funny because she was such a smash. I mean, my daughter was just a huge Gaga fan, right? We went and saw her and everything, and I could really, you know, appreciate what she's doing, and I just love that uh, video of... Um, paparazzi you know but uh you know i never thought her vocal performances were that great it was just kind of well the package kind of it's about the package yeah it was a package yeah i thought the production and the hooks and everything were fantastic but i didn't think that the musically i didn't think it was you know all that great but i'm telling you hearing her sing jazz she just blows my doors off uh and it turns out that's where she started and she just did the pop thing to make some money you know so, so she would maybe rather be doing the old standards. Yeah. So she's now established enough that she can do what she really loves doing and is extremely good at. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. So then there's the rock category, which, I mean, what does that, what does that word mean anymore? It's, I know. It's not the same, really you know, tell. I mean, the, the top of the, for my mind, would be Alabama Shakes. But is that rock and roll, or is that roots, or is that... Uh, well, their best rock song, Don't Want to Fight. Right. Um, Which is also best best uh, rock performance, and I don't know. Best. So they're nominated, and then the songwriter not nominated. Is that how that works? Uh, they're also best alternative music album. Okay, so... Which I think is a very interesting category, by the way, if I may jump ahead. Yeah. Sound and Color... Bjork, I think, she, but she's been nominated what thirteen times before, something like that already. Volnikura and My Morning Jacket is up there. Yeah, the Waterfall. I went and saw them; they were terrific. Um, good record. Tame Impala is amazing, and I think they have a good, strong chance of. If Alabama Shakes doesn't get it, I would say they'll get it. Tame Impala. With Currents and then uh, Wilco, Star Wars, another good record. That's and, a really good record. I like that. Yeah, and there's Wilco fans everywhere. And, you know, you know and also it's like uh, maybe it's a bellwether of what's, hap- what's to come, but, you know, that's an album that they gave away. You know, they mm-hmm. said, okay, here's the album. Come get it. And, 
You know, I mean, I, I, I assume everybody, maybe I, just because I'm a fan and actually I'm, I'm on their fan mailing list. So they sent me an email saying, well, we have a new album and you can download it right here. Just like, okay, sure. Well, this underscores what you said before, that really the album is just an advertisement for the tour. Right. It's just a promotional device it's not really a way to make money anymore so why kid yourself just give it to them you know? right it's yeah it's their uh, announcement of uh they're going to be on the grammys it's guaranteed that everyone will at least hear it right you know right i guess you two did that you know with the itunes thing and uh there have been some other examples of people giving away a lot of work but um i think it's the new it's the new normal yeah well you know how how is music going to be distributed in the next? Uh, you know uh, what are we? We're not. We're only halfway through the decade, and uh, what are the teens going to be known for? And the 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 time when people just stop selling songs, sell, sell albums, the selling what what are, what do they sell? Streams, I guess. That's the that's well, a new measure for, sure for events. Yeah, but the the measure of us is a uh, is how many streams you have, how many people are mm-hmm. watching your thing on YouTube, or maybe watching it um through Amazon or you know, it's it, it's kind of interesting to see this duking it out among these major uh, platforms. You know, who's going to get your your uh, streaming business is it going to be uh, Amazon or Apple or uh, I don't know? Facebook hasn't jumped in yet. It's like these are the people who are it's ruling the time. world now, it's one way or another. Yeah, and then and then they make money off of appearing in films and commercials and things like that. Like Alabama Shakes got in the Apple iPad commercial and. I'm sure they made some money off of that. Yeah. You know, so. Well, yeah, you get some money. If you get money every time a commercial plays, that's that's actually some dough. And The weekend, for example, got into um, Fifty Shades of Grey. So and I, that's all a part of the. Yeah, and I see they're also nominated under Best R&B Performance, which is mm-hmm. like, well, okay, well, what does R&B mean then? I just want to say for the record that we didn't get the name for Undercurrents Weekend from The Weekend. Okay. <laughs> we just thought of it. You know, we went through a bunch of different names. And Well, you, uh, have, an, you uh, have three E's. They only have two E's. <laughs> what do you mean? Weekend. Oh, yeah. There's he left a, off they, some of the... Yeah. Sk- we didn't spell it that way. Yeah. There's a, sk- a skipped vowel. That's, yeah. that's, uh, <laughs> that's a new tr- tradition about uh, the music industry. Drop a vowel here. It's the same thing on the internet. Yeah, kind of looks like a tweet or something. Right. Yeah, but it, it was just, um, maybe it was just in the air, the zeitgeist of the weekend. People want to celebrate the weekend again, so. Um, and speaking of the internet, yeah. that's a band. <laughs> no. Nominated under Best Urban Contemporary Album. Ego Death. You can't escape it. Ego Death. Every word is taken. Yes. Oh, this is sort of side bit. Which album is Drake nominated for? Well, there's this song that's really hot that didn't come out on this album. It came out independently of the album. So that 
putting the death knell in the album format, whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. He had a much bigger hit, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's... Well, they used to call those singles, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's, um, oh, what's that song? Uh, Sade song. It's a song that's been sampled to death. Hotline, that's the song. The whole song is these this hook that comes out of a song by this guy, Timmy Thomas. And the song was, uh, was, was 1972, Why Can't We Live Together? Oh, yeah, now, right. And yeah. Steve Winwood did a version of that, too. Yeah, that's a great song. And then Sade did it and really, really owned it for a long time. And then, you know, and it's an interesting song because it's, it's about, you know, why can't we all get along in the world and sort of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the back to the the uh, don't fight. Make, big, make love, not war. Yeah, big, <laughs> sorry, there's a big truck just drove by my house. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, well, sort of a, the personal becomes public, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what you, connecting the... yeah. Connecting the personal emotion with this global, right, and that zeitgeist that we're all feeling, and then, of course, you know, and that 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 feel of that is what they were going for for that sample, but then the song that he puts on top is so something totally different. You know, I couldn't tell you exactly what the what the theme of hot line bling is, but I think it says it in the uh, title <laughs> to some degree. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, look, you know, look we can... go back to Timmy Thomas for the uh, the original. Great. Yeah. So that's I can that always w- turn to you, Bob, for a, for a tip like that. Some you know deep musical history. Bob Doran's talking with us from Arcata, California, which is a great college town on the California North Coast. And uh, how about this category: best regional roots music album, category fifty one. Some good stuff in there. John Cleary, a Brit who moved to New Orleans about, I don't know, a decade and a half ago and immersed himself in the scene and is now, you know, the voice of New Orleans this time around with Go-Go Juice, which is a really funky album. I haven't heard of this guy. Yeah, John Cleary. We've been playing that quite so a bit lately. A, That's a good a, one. a Brit, but he's from New Orleans, or he's had some... Well, yeah, he's, he lives there now, and he just threw himself into the scene and learned the stylings and everything, and... Like so many Brits, they love American music, and he zeroed in on New Orleans, you know. Yeah. Another good one that I had not heard about before, and I'm glad I discovered it through the through the Grammy nomination process, Wind Walker and the MCW. And I don't know too much about these women, but they, uh, they're native, and they sing songs from different tribes, and they do with a real fresh, uh, fresh take. And the name of the album is Generations, Windwalker and the MCW. Okay, so here's uh, my quiz question for today. Uh, what is the MCW? What does that stand for? I do not know. <laughs> I don't must, know. Must that no, stand for something? It's probably their first initials, I'm just guessing. MCW Productions. Could be. So that regional, <laughs> mu- regional music album just sort of uh, catch all that. You know, looks like this. Uh, it's Hawaiian music, and uh... yeah. Well, there used to be the native category, and then that got axed, and so 
Uh, now we do have a couple of Hawaiian records in there. Natalie I. Kamau. Okay, you get that. I'll get the title of the song. La, 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 la. <laughs> I, can, I can pronounce yeah, that's that. That's pretty easy. La, 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 la. And then, and then Kalei Rachel on Ponuheli Productions. We've been playing both of those. And I'm looking at the uh, World Music Album of the Year, which is uh, some bands that I really like. Angelique Kijo. Yeah, Angelique Kijo. She's uh, been, well, I think, she, I think she's now an American at some level. I think she lives here now. But uh, And Gilberto Gil, who, uh, didn't he become like the Minister of Culture or something for Brazil? I'm pretty sure he was uh, some kind of government office. Of course, Ladysmith Black Mombazo. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. People know them from the Paul Simon album, you know, Graceland. Right. Diamonds in the Soles of My Shoes. and. Uh, yeah, have you seen them before live? They're amazing. Yes. Actually, uh, yeah. I, I cooked dinner for them once a while ago. <laughs> what did you fix? Uh... For them, I I think uh, they got chicken with a Brazilian sort of pepper sauce. On it. That was a mm. you know I I have a a specific kitchen that I work for on the campus that has a grill, so we have a grill chicken, and that was all pretty much easy. They get something different that they haven't had uh, on the rest of the tour, you know, not. Mm-hmm. No pizza, thank you. Uh, <laughs> no uh, platters full of cheeses and meats. Seem to be pretty popular. I'd bring some uh, bell peppers, roasted bell peppers and tomatoes and a little bit of uh, Tabasco or something. Uh, and uh, c- citrus juice, lemon, lime. Well, if you want the uh, performance to be good, you got to feed the... Right. Feed the talent something good. Right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I remember well because uh, he's passed now, their leader, Joseph Yeah, Joseph Shabala. I had cooked him dinner, and he had some free time. He said, well, what can I do here? I go, well, there's a bunch of stuff going on campus. We're right across the, the, the quad from the uh, art building. There's actually the... Something you might be interested in, because he um, he had a a school that he was uh, trying to help out, get going, and teach kids in South Africa music and stuff like that. So there was a show at the uh, the art gallery across the way of uh, pictures by kids from elementary school, and uh, there's a school here called Equinox that uh, sort of sort of a alternative type school and anyway, and their teacher was there in the display Joseph was just amazed at this work and she he, he wanted to meet her so I introduced the two of them he said well you, you have to explain to me how do you make the kids do this great art she said the, the key is knowing when to s- stop so she just takes it away. But when kids will work and work and work, and you know, you could make a metaphor of music in here somewhere, but they will work work a piece until it just turns all brown. 
Because <laughs> they just keep filling in colors and well, stuff. Well, yeah, and it, you know, but there's sometimes you have to realize when it's done, and and mm-hmm. that you've got to stop. So that was that was her skill was, uh, you know, taking the painting away. <laughs> anyway, that's interesting. Yeah, when its essence has been expressed, and now don't gum it up with a lot of extra stuff. Right. Yeah. It's. Find the way it is. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I think... Equinox, that's a legendary school. That's been around for a long time. Yeah. And the kids that come out of there have always struck me as being extraordinary. Yes. You know, yes, I've seen a lot of kids, kids go through uh, that and then on to the next, and uh, now they're off at Harvard or something. <laughs> yeah, so. they're sort of like, kind of like, you know, homeschooled kids that really had a great home education, but in this little environment where they... They really thrive. So Best World Music Album, Gilberto Gill, Angelique Kijo, Lady Smith, Black Mombasso. Now, Anushka Shankar, she's the daughter of the legendary Indian classical uh, sitar master, Ravi Shankar. Yes. For those too young to remember him, he was in Monterey Pop and um, was a big influence on George Harrison. The Beatles in general... And the Beatles in general, yeah. Anushka Shakar, his daughter, picked up the traditional instrument, and her half-sister is Nora Jones. Although, uh, you know, uh, Anushka Shankar doesn't always play the sitar in traditional fashion. She, you know, mm-hmm. she'll throw some, she'll be part of other projects, or uh, she, you know, throws, I, I have no idea what this album Home's like. Do you know what Zamba Miss Zamba Prison Project is? I don't. And um, that's it. Yeah, we have been playing a little bit of Anushka Shankar, by the way. And yeah, she's done other things in the past with producers and so on that are very contemporary sounding. Zamba Prison Project. I have to go find that. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, Six Degrees Records always puts out beautiful stuff. You know, that's one reason I pay attention to the Grammys because they unearth some interesting things. They get thousands of submissions, and then there are these committees that are specialists in certain areas, and they go through the material and pick out their favorites, nominate their favorites. And it's interesting because I went and I uh, looked up some of these on iTunes, you know. No reviews on a lot of the more obscure titles that were nominated. So that tells me it's not all about sales. Right. It's about authenticity and artistic integrity and so on. Well, yeah, it's, we would it's, hope anyway. It's about getting a good committee to make the nominees. It is. Yeah. yeah. So this is interesting. I don't know what exactly it means, but the Lady Smith Black Mombasa album is music from Inhala, and they're uh, performing with Ella Spira and the Inhala Ensemble. So there's something else. I, I don't know what that means. I mean, we, have our, we have our homework it. ahead of us, Bob, to look that up. Yes. You know, it's all about music discovery, and, you know, that's the cool thing about it. You can't be expected to know everything. Everything has a big question mark over it. It's like, well, let's go find out. Let's, And then we share what we learn when we figure it out. And that's the, the joy of radio, for what it's worth, mm-hmm. you know, to me. It's like, uh, t- turn something on, on t- turned on to the radio, 
Is that word? Is that is that proper language? <laughs> I don't think I'm saying yeah, it properly. Turned on, sure. Turned on by the radio, but you turn on your radio and it turns you and on. And then it turns you on. <laughs> I don't know. What's that Joni Mitchell song? You turn me on. I'm a radio. Yeah, that's I really yeah. twisted it around. But yeah, I mean, people ask me all the time. Oh, do you know about this group? You're in radio. Do you know about this? Do you know about that? Have you ever heard of this? And I usually say no, but now I have. You know, and then I go look them up and. One thing leads to another. There are as many artists as there are stars in the sky. Right. And a lot of them are invisible and, you know, you need a telescope to see them. But it's just a matter of starting somewhere and digging around. And we all have different phases in our life where we're exposed to different things. Like uh, looking at the uh, Best Spoken Word album. Now, Patti Smith was nominated. Well, I happen to know about Patti Smith because I was around when she came out. And uh, our friend Deborah Isle was a big Patti Smith fan and had horses on all the time. <laughs> so, so, but do you know, you know what this album is? I'm, I don't know. So I'm going to go look it yeah. up. Well, she has a maybe uh, she has a new book, which, uh, mm-hmm. sort of the second second stage of her uh, life story. It's probably the book. Yes, we can't play those on the air, but uh, be worth checking out. Yeah, and then interviews with Dick Cavett. Which kind of, yeah, DeCab- kind of kind of be interesting, I don't know. It would be, yeah. He was uh, right right in the middle of things there. He was the cool guy on talk television. And Janice Ian? Yeah, and Amy Poehler. But Jan- Janice so. Ian and Jean Smart. I think Jean Smart, was she a folk singer too? I don't know. But Could be. Janice Ian was, uh, what was her big hit? Was uh, I've got a pair of brand new roller skates no 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 <laughs> that was somebody well, was that? that was someone else oh okay society's child yes society's child very yes. good quite different from the brand new roller skates well who was that now I uh, know. uh uh she had one name began with an m uh so this is the way my my memory works it's like Sure. Get the lead in. It's like mel- melody or something. Yeah, melody. Mel- Melanie. 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 Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they were kind of at the same time, so maybe I got them conflated. Bob Doran, thanks for being with us. See you in the kitchen, or you know, hope you discover some new music this week, and uh, we'll get this out to the folks on our podcast and on the radio Undercurrents Weekend UndercurrentsWeekend.net. With three E's. <laughs> I think you're right. I'll, I'll go count them in my spare time. All right. Good talking to you. Okay, man. Talk to you next time. Bye. Wherever you are, please come see us at undercurrentsradio.net for more conversations with Bob, our blog, streaming, email, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the different ways to be in touch and to listen to Undercurrents and Undercurrents Weekend. Undercurrentsradio.net. Big thanks to our correspondent, Bob Doran, and thanks to the Corporation for Public Broadcasting for their support. I'm Greg McVicker, encouraging you to go out and have a great weekend.